the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial market, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Patty Cohen of Pacific Union Realty. All right. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use it. Well, actually, you used to be with PAC Union. Now you're with Compass. How did I, yeah, how did I, how did I make that mistake? I didn't have it in front of me. <laughs> actually, yeah. yeah. Pat, Patty Cohen, formerly with PAC Union, now with Compass. Actually, you've been there now how long? Over a year. I, you know, they, they bought us two years ago, actually two and a half. And now Compass is the largest real estate company in the country and the most dominant in the Bay Area. Awesome. Awesome. I, 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 you see there, there are signs everywhere. I mean, uh, so anyway, Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Uh, our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during the show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is movie trivia. So, Patty, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on with real estate. I know you have a lot of stuff to share with us. Take it away. Yes. There is a lot going on. And, you know, there's lots of stories here. You know, like, I think it's good to take a big picture perspective of real estate because real estate is still the best investment, I believe, anywhere, especially Bay Area real estate. So when I say big picture perspective, look at where the trend line has gone for the last 30 years. Look at the last 10 So when we get really micro for a minute, prices, for example, in Marin County have gone up um, 13% since December. Now, that's something to get excited about, right? But at the same time, prices have uh, adjusted a little bit since April. And right now, we are, it's a very slow summer. And it's not just in real estate. It's not just real estate in Marin County. A lot of people, I think people are taking their long-awaited summer vacations. Yes. We kind of forgot what summer was. W- with the pandemic, there was no seasonality. It just went, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so there's a lot going on. Um, you know, people are like, Oprah, you know, you, if you talk to anybody without really understanding the numbers, they might just give you a different story. Prices are going up. Prices are going down. You know, um, interest rates went up. Oh, I heard they went down. But the truth is, rather than say, hey, we're headed for a recession, the, the 
the takeaway is it's balancing because if prices went up, say 13% since December, well, within the past 12 months, it was maybe the same or at least say 20 to 25%. That's not sustainable considering no. that we've been since in the, since 2012, prices have been rising. Yeah. So balance is needed. Balance is needed. We, the sky is not falling, right? Yeah, Patty, let me ask you a question. I, I read somewhere that uh, a lot of potential buyers were canceling contracts. Have you heard that or are you experiencing that? Well, um, we're seeing more price reductions and we're seeing more um, deals go out of escrow and they're canceling. Um, okay. They're canceling maybe for financial reasons and maybe for reasons that they're, they're feeling like, oh, prices are going to go down. I don't want to be that person huh. that, that overpays, right? Yeah. But if, think about this. If you're a buyer in January 2022, you've got a very low interest rate. You're scraping in perhaps and on a market that's already really high, people think possibly going, you know, peaking. Well, four months later, prices, uh, interest rates went up 80% yeah. and prices went up, you know, almost 13. So now you can't afford what you could afford in January Yeah, for both reasons. So a lot of people just went off out of the market because they couldn't afford it. And, and meanwhile, they were scraping in. It's not like, oh, I'll just go to a lower price range. They were not really satisfied with what they could afford in January. They're really not satisfied in, you know, July. Oh, um, so, so there's that. So, so right now, here we stand in the summer, and people are checked out. They're on vacation. Everyone I talk to in different lines of work say, yes, yeah, really slow for me. They're on vacation. But then at the same time, when you add the interest rates and the prices that have gone up, inflation, that, yep. you know, some of them don't want to buy or cannot buy. So and then sellers, if they're still pricing on that same trajectory that was happening in April, their their place is sitting there. So that's why people are saying, oh, you know, yeah. somebody just reported that um, prices have gone down in some markets 20 percent. Well, down from what? Maybe we're back to like February 22, 2022. That's not that bad. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh huh. So let so, me ask you before we go to a break. What about the people who were moving because of COVID? They wanted more space, you know, to be able to work from home. Uh, it seems to me that those kind of people probably most of them already made the move. Am I correct or is that still going on? Yeah, I think so. And now people are just going about their life and they're moving, trying to get in the market or their births, deaths, divorces, relocations, you know? Yeah. And also well, a lot of employers are starting to say, hey, you know what? We kind of want you back to work. I mean, I even, it wasn't it Tesla that kind of made that announcement that uh, they, they wanted people to work coming, coming back and, and even Facebook and Apple and. And some of these people are kind of going, yeah. listen, I, no, you know, I like working from home. Um, you know, yeah. okay, I'll come in one day or, or two day a week, two days a week. Yeah. Good. And then a lot of people have had the time to go with their heart's desire and maybe change careers, you know, yeah. or, or they only have to go three days a week. So they stay in that more remote location, you know, well, especially the millennials, you know, they've, they've always had a propensity actually in the last so many years to, 
decide to just, oh, I just want to go ahead and change. Whereas when I graduated college, it was during the recession of 81. That was, you know, during the Carter years and uh, Reagan had just come in, come into power. And, uh, you know, we were happy if he got a job. Now it seems like exactly. Yeah, so happy. Yeah. Hey, tell you what, we're going to go to our first commercial break here. And the first trivia question is, what term, we're talking movie trivia, what term is used for the film industry in Mumbai, India? What, are the, what do they call oh, the wow. film industry in Mumbai, India? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. And our first trivia question, what term is used for the film industry in Mumbai, India? Would that be Bollywood? Bollywood. Yes. Instead of Hollywood, it's Bollywood. Um, And uh, Patty, you know what? I'm going to go right to our email question we received, which is with a recession looming, what is your expectation of house prices in the near future? Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't know. I mean, because there's so many unknowns that are driving inflation. Like here is what I think are the six drivers of, of inflation. The Ukraine-Russian war, yeah. the Fed printed too much money and kept interest rates low for too long. Yeah. Bad global economy, uh, a bad, a bad global, excuse me, bad global energy prices while seeking green alternatives. That's number three. It did not, it did not have great transition plans in place. Number yep. four, extreme and inefficient government spending, stimulus, COVID, and all that. Uh-huh. Number five, the supply chain in, uh, issues related to COVID. And number six, competition declining, given that some excessive pricing and allowed some greed because, because you can kind of pricing. So we've yeah. got inflation. You know, so it's really hard to tell. And we were kind of due for an adjustment in prices because we had that we've had a 10 year run. So I really do not know how to frame it right now. I really don't. Well, I mean, mean, some people are saying, hey, supply and demand. We still have it. It's more of a it's still a seller's market. And it's still. yeah, I mean, supply and demand, it, they're still maybe going up. I don't know. And maybe they're not. I don't know. I mean, you still have a situation where there's more human beings than there is houses. That's it. That's exactly right. And so you're, you're They're not going to be. Maybe people are going to lower their expectations. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I know we lost uh, a, a Senate seat. Um, you know, or I guess House of Representatives, but uh, it still seems like there's just a, a huge demand for housing, primarily in California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, here's an example, too, of what's happening around the country. I um, just sold two personal re- you know, investment properties in Florida. One closed last week, one's closing next week. And 
each of them had multiple offers. I, I hit it exactly oh. at the end. Each of them had multiple offers and the buyers in every case, except for, you know, one of those people were institutions, the proof of funds. I mean, they were like $400,000 properties. The, the proof of funds was 10 million. It was in <laughs> a REIT or some kind of institution. Now, you know, are they still doing this? Probably not because the market changed. I, and then Tampa was predicted to go up and they were in Tampa. They, uh -huh. they, Tampa was predicted to go up the most in, in 2022. So, uh -huh. Uh, you know, so it's happening everywhere. Like I know nationwide, um, pending sales dipped 16% year over year in June, um, following a dip, a 12% drop in May and a 9% drop in April. So that's, this is the 10th straight month of year over year decline in pending sales. And that's after an insanely busy 24 months. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and the Fed, it's the Fed artificially suppressed interest rates and bought billions of dollars in mortgage-backed um, securities. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's different. Some of it's artificial, some of it's natural. They're, it's very complicated, isn't it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, uh, so I, I mean, I'm not sure how to predict it. <laughs> I really don't yeah, know. You know, it's interesting. Mark, uh, Mark Hoff, uh, his dad always used to tell him there's there's always money to be made in real estate, whether you're a buyer or a seller. Yeah. You just have to, it's really, you know, just based on the right price. Because, you know, even in a You down know, you're so right because you make the money in the down markets. If yeah. you're brave, you go in there and swoop it up. You know, I mean, because basically right now, it looks like prices are going down, but think of the froth. Think of a beer. That froth is is what happened in you know March and April. The froth that's gone. So the people I've heard of people bidding two million dollars over asking or five hundred thousand over asking, fifteen offers. We're not getting fifteen offers now. Properties are still going over asking, but not like they were. Yeah. So. Um, it's that froth is gone. So it's like, did prices go down that much? No, they haven't. There were people that really, really overpaid during that period. Well, I wonder but too. At the same people, time, I wonder if people who had buyers fatigue are suddenly going. You know what? Maybe I should come now into the market because, I, you know, there's there. I'm not going to be having to do as much competing. Maybe, maybe I think I think there's just a lot of wait and see right now, and that's never good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's hard, hard to tell, hard to tell. You know, it's like like the stock market, right? Everyone, it's like you, when you do make money, it's when you sell. Yeah, or actually, I mean, let's put it this way. Actually, if you buy correctly is, is when you make your money. It's the same thing kind of in real estate. If you buy correctly, that's when you make it. You realize yeah. it actually when you sell, but during the time, it's, it's when, you, when you purchase. Um, yeah, so you have to be brave. Yeah, yeah, we have a couple more things. Uh, let's touch touch on a couple more things before we go to break. I know you have a couple of articles you want to share. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Um, basically, it's that. It's like what's happening right now. And, you know, so here's the thing. Like you said, is it a good time to sell or is it a good time to buy? And good it's question. honestly both. Yeah, because so for buyers, don't wait, get in, don't wait for prices to plunge. And then sellers, you know, uh, 
residential real estate is not, you know, commercial something different, like resident, yeah. you know, way different, but residential real estate, people are still doing things because there's a divorce or there's a relocation or there's sure. a birth. They need, they're downsizing They're you know, and the, and the baby boomers is the big bulge in the, the system. Yeah. There's more baby boomers than anything. Well, so also, if for the you're who, if, who are interested in selling, uh, or excuse me, I'm sorry, for the people who are interested in buying, they may want to catch the market before it, uh, the interest rates go up too much. That's right. Like, that's right. So and are a, they going to keep going up? Yeah. So, I mean, if you're a seller, you've just experienced massive appreciation and yeah. the timing is good. So you didn't hit it in April. Hit it now because, you know, if selling yeah. is something you're contemplating, why wait? It's still a seller's market. And, and it just people, feels a of, so different. A lot of people are downsizing, a lot, right? A lot of the baby boomers are downsizing. They're cashing in on their, you know, million plus dollars of equity. Hey, tell you what, Patty, Bob, we got to cut to another commercial break here. Uh, in the 2013 film, Captain Phillips, starring Tom Hanks in the title role, is a true story about an American cargo ship t captain taken hostage by pirates around the Horn of Africa. Where were the pirates from? What country? All right. That's our trivia question. Wow, Call 888-912-1198. Uh, you'll know the answer to this one if you think about it. 2013 film. Captain Phillips, starring Tom Hanks, true story about an American cargo ship captain taken hostage by pirates around the Horn of Africa. Where were the pirates from? All right, that is our trivia question. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We are going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. And our second, tri second trivia question in the 2013 film, Captain Phillips, starring Tom Hanks in the title role. It's a true story about an American cargo ship uh, captain taken hostage by pirates around the Horn of Africa. Where were the pirates from? Patty? Was it Somalia? Somalia. Very good. All right. You are yes. two for two. All right. All right. Uh, why don't you give us a couple of fun stories about what you've been dealing with? Because obviously this market's been a little different than it has been in the last couple of years. Yeah, it's it's a lot different. Um, it's, it's you know, so extreme. Like in, in February, March, April, we would get... I put something on the market. People would beg to do a preemptive offer and they knew that a preemptive offer would have to be, you know, uh, you know, 15% over asking or, yeah. you know, there were, there were several properties that were selling 50% over asking. Wow. And now if you contrast that with right now, it's, it's starting in June. It's a very quiet summer. I mean, maybe starting in May, honestly, when, when that interest rate just really jumped in and it was announced that um, the Fed was going to do it again in June. So 
And then here we are in July and August where people are just taking off, but they're, we're also waiting to see. So for example, I mean, I had in, you know, in April, May or March, April, there would be, um, you know, any, you just put it on no matter what it is, people would do zero contingencies. And that's because we had all of our inspections done up front. And even if you had a loan, you wouldn't make it contingent upon loan approval. And so that was happening. But right now, properties are sitting like three weeks and then you're getting some price reductions. And I don't want to like be scare people with the price reductions because you remember price re- uh, pricing is set by the seller. Really? They're just saying, Hey, well, they down the street got this. And so now I'm going to just throw my house on the market to see if I can get that also. Well, if they're hanging their hat on that really high sale, then they're not going to get it. And then they just go out of the market and the buyers have already kind of got out of the market. Um, Like, for example, I can think of a little property in Mill Valley, um, Sycamore Park. It's a downtown um, neighborhood, small lots, small houses. And, you know, over time, those houses, many are torn down or they're remodeled. But there was a, a small house in Mill Valley that came on the market for, um, I think three million five, and it went for five million. How big was the house? Now this is it was a tiny house. I mean, it was gorgeous. I mean, part of what's happening too is millennials are buying it if it's done, meaning yeah. like beautifully remodeled. That whole look that that everybody wants, you know, lots of white and, and things are changing by the way. And what people are looking for, that's another thing. And they always do, but you know, it was beautifully done, like impeccably detailed landscaping and house. And it was, you know, the price per square foot we're seeing is 2000, 2000 that's square amazing. foot easily. Sometimes I wonder, I wonder if it's, you know? the millennials are kind of looking and going, you know what, we are so busy working. We don't have time to to fix things up. Is that part of it? That's right. That's exactly right. Like they're, they don't have quote the bandwidth because they don't have the know-how they don't have the vision and they have the money and they, and they, they have more of an interest in really enjoying their spare time, like more than other generations. So they're going to buy it. They, they will just buy it because they will not fix things up. And then you have the baby boomers that are kind of moving down or, yeah. And they are over it. They're in their 60s, maybe 70s, and they want that one-story house. They've had yeah. their decades of remodeling. They're not doing it. They just want something they can move into. So yeah, you know, that's, that's the same thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not interested in moving. But if I was, I think I'd be the same way because I, I've uh, remodeled a couple of times, and it's like, yeah, I've been there, done that. Um, I think I just like to live in a house that I don't have to do much to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. And if you think about it, you're in great shape, but you're also going to probably want to get a one story because you think, yeah. Hey, in 20 years, 30 years, I'm not going to de- deal with steps and this is going to be my forever house. Well, I figured so that's, my, that's, that's, what, that's what my wife is for. So she can carry me. that's right so interestingly enough uh, you know i got a phone call today uh for somebody who uh is he's a mortgage broker 
and his client has already purchased the house or, or you know, it is in contract, but it's falling out uh, for financing reasons uh, at the last minute because uh, there's just, they can't consider restricted stock uh, options as, uh, as income. And the guy has worked there for almost three years, but they're, um, they, it's like the bank wants to see three years worth rather than two years. So Pacific Private oh. Money go ahead and, and make them a loan. And the loan's like less than 60% loan to value. Um, and it's a perfect loan for us to fund and then throw it into our fund uh, for the Pacific Freedom Fund because we go ahead and uh, sell those to, uh, we, we say, I just say Wall Street. It's not really Wall Street, but they're, they're big funds. And so the, mm. um, the interesting thing is the, the investors out there who are looking to park money we're paying, we just raised the interest rate up to 7%. So, uh, you know, because interest rate did go up. And so they went up with a, a Pacific private money also. So, you know, if you think about it, if you've got at least $250,000 and you want to earn 7% without any lockup, uh, you just have to give us 30 days or give them 30 days notice when you want your money back. That's a great place to just park your money waiting until something comes along that you want to spend your money on. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. That's really good. And again, like as you mentioned, with so interest rates are up, but at when for the baby boomers, the older people, they're looking, they're not looking to uh, borrow anymore. They're savers and they're looking at their, their entire re- retirement and they're investing. So it's actually good for baby boomers that interest rates are up. And, yeah, you know, yeah, for, for, money, what are you going to do with your money? Go exactly. get some money, you know, return there because returns are up. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. You ready to go to our uh, next um, trivia question? All right. Yes. Here we go. Uh, who plays the title character in the 1988 movie Beetlejuice? All right. Oh, yeah. that one? Yes. Okay. Call yeah. 912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate, which is worth, by the way, over $100. Who plays the title character in the 1988 film Beetlejuice? All right, stay with us. The Best of Investing will be right back. Don't miss that yeah. thing For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment. On 860 AM, back to the the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, the answer. Welcome back to the best of investing. Uh, Edward Brown and Patty Cohen here. Third trivia question. Who plays the title character in the 1988 film Beetlejuice? I think it was that crazy guy, Michael Keaton. Very good. Three for three. Excellent, Patty. (laughs) I like it. Um, okay, so uh, let, let's talk. First of all, we forgot to tell if the audience how to get a hold of you if they have questions of real estate. Oh, yeah. Thank you for asking. I'm Patty Cohn, C-O-H-N, with Compass. I'm based in Marin County. I'm a real estate broker for 34 years. I've actually sold more listings here than 99.3% of agents. So wow. I have a little experience. Yeah. And I'm at uh, my phone number. And, and, you know, I've got a lot of uh, statistics that are unique and deep dives into every county in the 
in the Bay Area. So if somebody wants to really understand some of these numbers, I can send it out to them from okay. San Francisco and Napa and Santa Clara. Um, so I, my phone number is 415-722-4842. And my email is um, patty, P-A-T-T-I, dot cone, C-O-H-N, at compass.com. Excellent. And uh, let's let's talk a little strategy here. What advice are you giving to both buyers and sellers? Yeah, that's that's a really good question because they they're not really sure what to do. Um, so for sellers, um, like always, you're going to want to really prepare your house, like detail it to the max, because that is what the expectation is. And if you're not that, you're going to really take a, a hit in price and you're going to want to get inspections up front. And the reason is because our, um, the, the California Association of Realtors contract is as is based on what's known at the time. Okay. So at the time the offer is accepted, if you don't have inspections and you don't have a disclosures, the buyer's going to get do their due diligence. And if something comes up, they're going to look to the seller for, for money, you know, like $50,000 here or there or foundation or whatever. Um, So always, always do that. But these days you want to price it based on, you know, no, no big underpricing anymore. Like I mean, significant underpricing where people would, you know, it would go, you know, 30% over asking or whatever. You can't count on um, that kind of appreciation or you can't count on the, the, the 10 offers. There are still the shining stars that, you know, in any market, in any market across the country, there are the shining stars that are always going to do well and be overbid. But if you've got some flaws in your house, you, you want to price it. Pricing is really important all the time. And so you want to price it based on, um, and, and first of all, there are, there are not that many, you know, sales to true up from because we're, the number of sales are down like 16% nationwide year over year. So where do you go to, for pricing? You do not want to price it based on April sales or, or even March, April. You, you want to price it maybe based on what sold in February or what's selling in March and I mean, excuse me, like in June and there haven't been many sales in June or, or May, but you want to go lower, but not ridiculously lower because you can't count on that big overbidding, but that's the most important thing because what happens if it's overpriced, it's going to sit there, you know, once it's out there two or three weeks, you kind of have to adjust the price down. So now you've lowered the value of your property in the minds of the marketplace and the buyers. So it's like, oh, you know, and then people are, might be just sitting back waiting for the next price reduction. So now we're looking at each other in September, God forbid, Thanksgiving, and it's still sitting there and you've, you've gone from that, you know, April price plus add 10%, and now we're down 30%. And, you know, it's not that prices have gone down that low, but if you've priced it on the same trajectory, it is a big mistake. I mean, if it's, if it's way, sense? yeah, if it's way out of whack, I get that. But if it's a little bit too high, I would think that a buyer, if, if a buyer really loves the house, 
that buyer is going to come in pretty darn close to that asking price or, you know, they're not going to just, I, if I were them, I wouldn't just say, Oh, I'm just going to wait for another small rate reduction because that may or may not happen. And you may lose your dream house. That's true. That's true. That's how I, you know, it just depends what it is, but you know, if they can tell that there's not a lot of action, they're going to wait it out, but you're right. Like, you know, residential real estate's based on emotion. So if you can get that emotional juice flowing, you got to go in and just, just take a stab. But yeah, so price it correctly. Don't 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 overprice at all ever. Um, so if you're a buyer, uh, you really want to do the same. You want to. You, you're not going to buy based on April pricing, um, but you're not going to. Do not wait around thinking that prices are going down. That you have all the time in the world. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because while you're waiting around, interest rates might go up again. Prices yeah. might edge up a little, and now you still don't have anything. So just just get in, get in is really well, that's the a answer. Good point. You but know be, what, be careful. Yeah, I mean, because even if even if the prices don't change, just the fact that interest rates are going up is going to make it a more expensive house for you if you have to borrow against it. You know, if you're paying cash for it, that's another story. But um, you know, that's a good point about getting in before interest rates go up because I mean, now you're talking to be either 15 or 30 years worth, unless interest rates come down again, that you can refinance, you know, you, you, you can't assume that. So you have, you know, you're going to lock yourself yeah. into that, to a, to a potentially higher rate. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I refinanced when I did back in, uh, yeah. April of 2021, but, um, I, oh, that was a good one. Yeah. I got lucky. Yeah. I actually started the process in January and it took three months. Uh, but fortunately, interest rates did not go up during that time because we were still in this sort of a weird time frame, um, which is yeah. because, you know, you think if you go if you go into a recession, you know, at some point, what are they going to do with the interest rates? You know, um, you know, again, I guess we get into that weird stagflation type type of situation where you, know, you have inflation, then you also have a recession. And it's like, uh, how does that work? You know, <laughs> I mean, last time we did wasn't the last time we had that during Carter years. You know? Yeah, I think I, I, yeah. Mean, I can't even remember it. I, I don't think I was paying attention then. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what I can think of an example of what you just described, and it was right around April, I was working with buyers, and we were in escrow on a property in Mill Valley, and they were, you know, probably in their probably around 40 years old, and, and they were first time buyers in this area. And it was a, a really nasty sale, you had to kind of be it would have it would have gotten multiple offers way over asking, except for the fact that it was a trust sale and there was overbidding, meaning that some trusts are really easy. You just disclose it. But this was a situation where um, it was the, the owner was in bankruptcy and it had to go in front of a court. And there was a possibility of oh, there's always when it goes in front of the court, there's always a possibility of overbidding, meaning that you you're the buyer, you have a contract. But if it goes in front of when it goes in front of the court, somebody else can overbid you. Yeah. So a lot of people just stay away from that kind of thing. Hey, Patty, we got to cut to another yeah. break. Uh, we don't have a trivia question, okay. but stay with us, audience. The best of investing. We'll be right back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. 
You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen. All right, Patty, why don't you finish off your story about the, with the trust and the bankruptcy? It's kind of interesting. Yeah, so so here's this couple who I thought they really thought they were overextending themselves because once they got this property for a million seven, it needed so much work and they were going to put in maybe a half a million dollars, but they were going to do it. So they called me one day and said, uh, we're backing out because oh. we we talked with our financial advisor and we just realized that we've lost half of our net worth in the stock market. Oh. Um, really? So they were younger. They were probably much more aggressive. So they lost almost half of their net worth. Now we've got a higher interest rate on this big loan that we've got. We don't have this $500,000 that we were going to put into it. And we're out. So all of the buyers, I mean, I put a lot of buyers into escrow and there was like so many buyers, but all of the buyers that didn't buy are out. They're out of the game. They're waiting. They can't do it. They won't do it. That's so a good point about the stock market happening. having an effect on, on uh, it. Not, not only is it the emotional side, but in this case, it really is the financial side because they were planning on cashing out their stocks or borrowing against them to, to do the remodel. And now they can't do that. Yeah. yeah. For a lot of people, the stocks are their down payment. And so you, yeah. it's, it's sort of, that's why it's all so confusing because real estate's the best hedge against inflation. But at the same time, interest rates have gone up, so you can't buy anything. Um, the stock market, when the stock market's down, real estate prices go up. So all these like kind of rules of thumb that we all live under are really different right now. So that's why I'm not making any bet, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know. That's the thing is, you know, uh, like the stock market, people fearful, they, they don't do anything, you know, or they sell yeah. and get the cash. Yeah. So, uh, you know, people waiting for this. And there were a lot of people who were, quote, waiting for the market to drop in real estate to, you know, so I'm going to well, wait and then I'm going to get this at a better price. And they that didn't happen. And now you wonder, are those people still feeling that way? You know, yeah. it's, it's hard to say what's going on with the psyche, uh, you know, and then you get the old demographics, you got the oh, baby boomers. And then now you've got a lot, a lot of millennials who, you know, maybe their parents lost money during the crash of, you know, the, the Great Recession. But, you know, that's old news. And, and now they're starting their families. And it's like, yeah, but like my son's a good example. He doesn't want to rent anymore. He's tired of moving. And he went ahead and bought something on the East Coast. So that's where he's living now. So oh, interesting. Yeah. And yeah. and it was his goal to live where he grew up in Marin? Uh, I, th- I, I kind of think he wants to come back. I'm hoping he wants to come back. You know, and, uh, and and the funny thing is, is that he just joined a company that is actually home based in San Francisco, but is allow, allowing him to work remotely. So uh, I think he has to just kind of come out once every you know six months or something to headquarters. Probably they just want to make sure he's still alive or something. But um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but exactly. I, but I, I, I love for you know them to kind of say, uh, hey, you know what, we want people to be here at least four days a week now and. And I, I, he even said, yeah, I'm a California guy. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see how that works. Uh, Patty, give out your information one more yeah. time. If would. Sure. Um, I'm Patty Cohn, a real estate broker in Marin County with Compass. My phone number is 
4842. Very good. All right. Here's our thoughts for the day. What's the difference between a literalist and a kleptomaniac? A literalist, <laughs> a literalist takes, takes things literally. A, kleptoman- a kleptomaniac takes things literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. And, literally uh, takes things. I love it. You like that? Okay. And uh, my wife often compares me to Ryan Gosling. She'll say, you're nothing like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> That's oh, just kind of sticking in there. Just, you know, I get no respect. What can I say? All right. Audience, <laughs> tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to the best of investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on 860 AM. The Answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.